Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, today we're going to hear the powerful testimony of a woman who was in the bodybuilding industry until her life fell apart with a food disorder. Check it out. I want to thank all of our global partners who are financially supporting us as we get this message out across media. We are teaching people about healthy supernatural, biblical supernatural. Why don't you join us and be a financial partner today? Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the give tab. Hello, everybody. I have a special guest with us here today. And the reason is because I want you to hear an inner healing and deliverance success story. And so my guest today is Shanette Meadows. Uh, Shanette, tell everybody hello. Tell them all about yourself. Hello. My name is Shanette Meadows. I'm a CEO of a business consulting firm located in Modesto, California. I'm a executive pastor alongside my amazing husband, Alex Meadows, and I'm honored to be here today. Well, thank you. So tell us about the industry that you were involved in so, so strongly. You're yeah. involved in something. So um, I was involved in the bodybuilding industry for a few years back in the day. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So how involved were you? I was pretty involved. Uh, I was a sponsored athlete. My whole life kind of revolved around it. I got my undergraduate de degree, even in health and wellness, because I had huge aspirations to continue in the industry. Um, I was nationally qualified athlete. I was basically one show away from going pro. So it really was pretty consuming, but I was pretty involved in that industry. Well, that sounds amazing. I, I mean, I just can't imagine how strongly you would have to train for that. <laughs> Now, some people in that industry, I, I've heard the stories, it actually can work against you. Yes. Did that happen to you? It absolutely did. Okay, tell us about that. So um, leading up to my last show where I qualified for nationals, my coach had some pretty strict protocols he had me on uh, to get show ready for the day of the show, and they weren't the healthiest. He had me taking over-the-counter diuretics. He had cut my sodium intake. He had cut my water intake. So a lot of measures that we had taken um, that we didn't really need to do um, to, to look the part for the show. Um, so long story short, I ended up in the hospital not too many days after that because of the effects that it had on my body. Basically, my liver enzymes were really high from the diet I was on. And my kidneys had shut down. My body was completely malnourished. Um, so it really resulted in me ending up in the ER. So did you almost die? Yes. Yes, I did. What happened? So I remember just, I ended up having to go to the ER. And while I was in the ER, the Lord began to confront me about the sin that I was basically in throughout that process, the people I had hurt, the people I had let down, how much I put myself above everybody else to try to achieve the things that I had before me. Um, so yeah, it's, it was a pretty awakening experience. My, so the Holy Spirit was speaking to you yes. and actually beginning to convict you of yeah. sin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you had all these followers, yes. you had all these people on social media yeah. and they were not there. Exactly. So I feel like the things that placed all my value in, the Lord <laughs> began to tell me like, there's no meaning to it, you know, with or without you, these people will move on. And I remember in that moment, I just basically prayed. I said, Lord, if you're the God I've always believed in, if, if you're real, show me who you are and I'll give you my life. And you did obviously yes, yeah. give your life to him. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
so so then with that though the battle wasn't over it was actually you had to work through some additional things what was that like so as I after I gave my life to the Lord I started to kind of walk away from everything I walked away from the industry I took a break from working out I took a break from eating you know what I was eating which was tilapia and asparagus five times a day and I began to eat normal and I began to um you know, just enjoy life again. Um, but in doing that, I began to put on some weight. So, um, a a new struggle kind of developed and I'll say, I guess after a few occurrences, um, I almost felt, even though I was made new on the inside, everyone that knew me before was still familiar with the old Chanette and that identity that I'd once built my life on that, that fit girl was still attached to my name. So, I remember even going to the gym during this time where I was healing and I had put on weight, I would be berated by thoughts that I wasn't enough. Oh, wow. And so when those thoughts began to torment you, you began to do what? Yeah. So when they began to torment me, I remember making a covenant with myself. Um, And I feel that I basically said this, I will never again be rejected for my weight. When I had said that, I felt that it became the landing pad to which the enemy could take that lie, the rejection lie, and really reign in my life. And you began to... I became bulimic as a result right. of that. Yeah. Right. That is a very common struggle that people have, women yeah. have. Yeah. They don't like talking about it. It's, you know, all about the body shaming and, yeah. and then what they're doing to try and control that. So you started purging. Yeah. Okay. You started yeah. behaving like that. And how bad did it get? It was pretty horrible. Um, I remember the times, now mind you, because I hadn't ate sugar when I started, it was the binge first and then the shame that would result in the purge. Right. So um, I remember how gripping it was. I mean, there's even studies that, that have been done where they did tests on lab rats and put sugar and cocaine in front of them, basically. And the the lab rats chose sugar over cocaine. Wow. Sugar also, it would trigger the reward response, the reward pleasure part of the, the brain, which would then um, cause them to feel almost addicted to this thing. So I remember there was so many times where I just felt beyond myself. I did everything I could uh through my own power to try to overcome it. And I just couldn't. Um, it was horrible. I felt as if, I mean, you get so tired, you get so weak because right. you're con- it's a vicious, vicious cycle. Right. Okay. But God, amen. God has a way out. Yes, he, he does. always has a way out. Amen. So how did he start to bring you out? Definitely. So I remember one of the last times I felt stuck in the cycle is about five years ago. I was in the bathroom. I just finished overeating and I felt shameful and I, and I was throwing up and that's the reality of it. And my hair kind of fell over my face like this. And I just, I just stopped. I was so sick of it. I was so, man, I was so sick of it. And all of a sudden I felt the presence of God overcome me. And this is a place where, where it was my hidden place. I would close two doors to get there. It was dark. I wouldn't turn on the light. It was really a hidden dark place. And I felt in the spirit, I felt as if the Lord grabbed my hair and pulled it behind my head like a friend would while I was in the midst of what I was doing. Mm, okay. And I said to myself, what in the world? Like even in my disgustingest, darkest moment, he was there. Right. And then I heard him say this to me. I heard him say, why are you doing this? 
And with every word he spoke, I felt his love so strong almost wash right. over. I, f- right. I felt no guilt or shame in that moment. So he wasn't condemning you, even though he was bringing you out, out mm-hmm. and he was starting to ask you the important questions yeah. and you knew it was him. Yeah. Okay. So he's asking, why are you doing this? And what'd you say? So I came out of the bathroom and I kind of just laid face down on the carpet and started weeping. Um, and I felt his presence still strong. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I hated that sin cycle, sin so much that I, I was just ready. I was ready for answers. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go through the hard work. And the Lord said to me, what are you afraid of? And I felt it's almost as in your book, you talk about taking the ax to the root. Well, fear is a root. Right. And he began to uproot those things that were in me. I, I said, Lord, I'm afraid of gaining weight. He said, Jeanette, what are you afraid of? What happens if you gain weight? I said, wow, it's it's that rejection thing. And immediately it reminded me of the promise I made in my car that day to myself in which I feel the Lord hit the ax on the head that day and broke that off. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you started to come out. Yeah. You started to have a, a plan in place so that yeah. behavior would be reined in, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure you have to like work out of it and yes. and have some accountability. Yeah. What did that part look like? Um, I will really, it came down to a revelation I had to personally have about the Lord. Um, for those years I was in that cycle of sin, I continuously could only see Jesus on the cross. I had no personal revelation of him seated on the throne. Right. And I remember the Lord speaking to me in that moment, even when I was praying and working through this with him, he said to me, Shanette, my power is not only in my cross, but it's in my resurrection. Right. Um, and then I saw him seated on the throne. And in that moment, he showed me, I feel like the Lord gave me kind of a blueprint. I feel like the Lord gave me the plan. And he showed me uh, Matthew 4 and Luke 4. Right. One of the first sins Jesus himself was tempted with was food, was turning a stone into bread after 40 days of fasting. So I can only imagine the temptation to eat. I mean, I've done water fasting before. After a few days, I'm ready for some food. So, um, yeah, so I, I really, he showed me the blueprint there of, look, I've already been through what you've been through. You got the power to overcome this. Right. And then I, I he, he led me to Luke 4 at the end and how he came out of that in power. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, so this purpose, if I overcome this, I walk out with a gift from God of, of the, the power of the spirit. And then in Matthew 4, it showed a very important part that I felt like was the key to, to the my healing plan. Mm-hmm. It was when... The, when Satan himself left Jesus, it says that the angels came and ministered onto him. So for me, my healing plan looked like this. Shanette, you have to fight this battle of temptation. You have to kill the flesh in this matter. You can't just pray it out. I did it. I prayed for years. Yeah. I had to stand up against that thing and push the temptation in its face and really allow the Lord to push me through in those moments. Amazing. Amazing. So... So you have experienced a tremendous victory and you've been able to hold on to it. Yeah. And now we see ministry Amen. and your dreams of business yes. and all this stuff happening yeah. with you. Yeah. Aren't you glad that you, you said yes to the Lord? I am. Amen. I am. Amen. Well, everybody, this is a powerful story of inner healing and deliverance and victory as my guest, Jeanette Meadows. And thank you again. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.